Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Or should I say good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sunday edition of Ambassadors for Christ for Sunday, March the 14th, 2021. I'm your host, Mike Keenan, along with my fellow brother in Christ, Mr. Anthony Florio. Good afternoon, sir. How are you today? Good afternoon to you too, sir. I'm blessed as always. How about yourself? Not too bad, thank you. All right. What do you got for us today? Anything good? Of course. Um, before we start, I want to let you all know that um, we're doing our show a little earlier this evening, uh, or I should say today, because I have a very special commitment, um, broadcasting commitment on my end uh, in a little while, and that's why we're doing this show um, here right now. So, um I don't have a follow-up sermon or message from uh, from my church for today. I haven't gotten it yet. Um, should I get it, then I'll I'll share or follow up with that on on Thursday. Uh, for right now, I I just found this wonderful story, this wonderful um, this wonderful message and prayer that I want to share with all of you. And this is one that I know is going to bless everybody. And with that being said, this the name for this uh, message is Live for His Glory. Live for His Glory. So, with that being said, let's um, get on into it. The Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 11, verse 36, For from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. To Him be glory forever. Amen. One of the most constant and critical struggles we have, we as believers have is balancing our God-given longing for greatness with striving for our own glory on earth. You were made to long for greatness. You were made to do earth-shattering, bondage-breaking, life-giving works. But the Bible makes it clear that when we overstep the boundary of greatness to glory, we step outside of the abundant life God desires to give us. When we long to achieve greatness for our own fame and reputation, we load onto our shoulders weight, a weight only God can bear. Living for your own glory will only lead you to a life of dissatisfaction, striving, burdens, and failure. So let's take some time today and cast the burden of achieving glory back onto the only person who deserves it and can bear it, our Savior King Jesus Christ. Philippians 2, chapter 2, verses 9 to 11 says, Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Our Lord Jesus Christ is the exalted one. He alone is the one true king. All of creation is under his rule and authority. God alone can bear the burden of glory. With glory comes great responsibility. Responsibility you and I will never be able to bear. In Isaiah 42, verse 8, God says, I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Romans eleven thirty six says, For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Jesus doesn't want glory because he's prideful or selfish. He is lifted up because he is the way to the Father. 
He's not looking for control of our lives for selfish gain. He knows that when he takes the throne of our hearts, he can lead us into abundant life. Through Jesus, we have restored relationship with our Heavenly Father. Through Jesus, our sins have been blotted out. You and I have been made clean in the sight of God. And we will live in eternal communion with God himself, all by Jesus' death and resurrection. It's in, his, it's in living for his glory that we will find peace and purpose. And it's only in living for his glory that the world will come to know the Father. So what does it look like to live for the glory of God? Living for God's glory requires true humility. Humility isn't acting as if you're bad at things you are good at. You don't have to turn away every kind or encouraging word that gets spoken to you. True humility is acknowledging God has given you the gifts and talents you possess and acting on that knowledge by living for God's glory alone. True humility takes compliments and encouragement straight to God in the secret place, laying down any good thing you've done back at the feet of Jesus in worship. Again, you are meant for greatness. You are designed to live a life of effective and good work. Just don't take credit where credit is not due. How can you lead a life devoted to the glory of God? You must first begin by spending time encountering the glory of God for yourself. Psalm 97, one to five says, the Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries all around. His lightnings light up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. God's glory is here on the earth. All throughout scripture, we read of God's glory displayed throughout creation. His glory is revealed in his love, in his nearness, and even in you as God's crown of creation. Spend time meditating on how glorious God is. Spend time worshiping your king. When you encounter the glory of God consistently, your desires will naturally shift from living for yourself to living for him. Second, align your purposes with God's purposes. Pursue relationships, work, fun, and community in light of your need to live for God's glory. And lastly, spend time in God's presence, allowing the spirit to mold and shape you. Make room for God to align your desires with his. Ask for the spirit's help every day as you work and play. Open yourself to his leading as he helps you pursue a life lived for the glory of God. God has a plan every day to use you for his kingdom. He has so many promises he longs for you to experience all day. Live for the glory of God and experience the abundant peace and joy he has planned for you. Here's a guided prayer. Here are some bullet points. One, spend time meditating on the glory of God. Think about all of the marvelous works he has done. As evidenced in Psalm 97, 1 to 5. The Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries all around. His lightnings light up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. Two, reflect on areas in your own life where you struggle with pride and living for your own glory. Three, now ask the Holy Spirit to help you live for God's glory in those areas where you struggle. Ask him to show you what it looks like to live for the glory of Jesus today. Choose to respond to his leadership with obedience and faith. 
The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Psalm 72, verse 19 says, blessed be his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Living for God's glory is a process. It is a lifestyle radically different than any other way of living. It requires continual humbling and, and repentance. Know that God has total grace for you today. He knows what is holding you back from fully encountering him. He knows what entangles you to the ways of the world. And he has a perfect plan to deliver you from any bondage that you may be experiencing. Trust him and have patience. Come before his throne as often as possible and lay down your achievements at his feet. Experience the glory of God through his love and creation. Let his loving kindness mold and shape you into the likeness of Jesus. Live for the glory of God today and experience a life free from the burden of pursuing fame and reputation. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father has made incredibly pro incredible promises to us, his children. And while our God is completely faithful to deliver on his promises, he does not force them on us. He's promised his nearness, his affections, and an eternal life spent with him. But we have the power to choose our own way. He doesn't force himself where there's no space. God's word won't have power in our lives if we don't read it. We won't hear God effectively if we're not listening. And we can't experience his nearness if we're constantly, we constantly fill our lives with other things. So this week, let's talk about different ways we can experience the promises of God so that they, may, they might come to full fruition in our lives. May you encounter God powerfully as you grow in fully experiencing the incredible promises of your heavenly father. Amen. Wow. That was awesome. I know, right? Oh my God. Just listening, <laughs> just listening to it. It's like, Oh my God. Amen. Amen, man. Amen, indeed. I know that wasn't a, a full-on prayer there, but um, but hey, that message, that's a message I want you all to think about. Okay. So, all right. So uh, one other order of business this evening, or, or right now, uh, Mike, we all know what that is, as always. Daily Scripture of the Day. Yes, sir. And it comes to us today from the book of First Timothy, chapter 4, verse 8. New King James Version for any new listeners out there, as that is the translation of the Bible that my church and I read out of. And it reads simply as this. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Amen, man. Amen. Amen. Well, that's uh, that's all I have for uh, that's all I have for today on my end. So, Mister um, Keenan, if you have anything you want to share, feel free. Or if not, then we'll we'll put a bow on it. That will do it for this edition of Ambassadors of Christ. We want to thank you all very much for listening, and please continue to listen and share these podcasts with all your friends. We need you to get this word out so please encourage your friends to listen to these share <laughs> share
share with all your friends and all your family. Share it. We don't care if it's strangers, but just share it. Right, Anthony? Amen, brother. Share Amen. it. That's exactly right. Can't do it without all of you. We will be back all with you all again on Thursday night over on Anthony's channel for the next edition of Ambassadors of Christ. At our normal time. At 6.30. Yes, our normal time. Well, go ahead, Anthony. You know what to do. Yes, I certainly do. For everybody who's been a part of this one, bye for now, dear friends. God bless. Be good to each other. Have a blessed week. And until Thursday, for the Thursday edition of Ambassadors for Christ, my anchor channel, you've been listening to the Sunday edition of Ambassadors for Christ right here on Mike Keenan's anchor channel here on anchor.fm. And remember, as our, as uh, as the late, great Lawrence Welk always used to say at the end of his shows, keep a song in your heart. But we here at Ambassadors for Christ always say, keep the word of God in your heart. And as our other dear friend, Pastor Carl Russo, always says at the end of his sermons, nobody is greater than Jesus. Nobody. nobody. God bless you is our prayer. Okay, my friend, I'll talk to you on Thursday night. Until then, have a blessed week and a blessed weekend. Amen, brother. You as well. Bye for now. Bye for now.